I wrote a book. And because this is such a huge announcement, I am interrupting my very own podcast episode to tell you all about it. For the past several months, writing this book has been my passion project. And if I'm being honest with you, it still is. I am currently elbow deep in the editing process and it's hard not rushing through it because I seriously cannot wait to bring my book into the world. But as I always tell others, victories aren't victories because of reaching a certain destination or milestone. The victory is the journey itself. Recovery from an eating disorder isn't admirable because you can one day eat a burger without feeling guilty. Recovery from an eating disorder is admirable because of all the action steps you took to get to a place where you can eat without guilt. Speaking of journeys, that's exactly what my book will be about. Well, my first book at least. I mean, I have so many book ideas, but this is going to be the first one. It's going to be about my entire journey. It's a memoir written in the style of a novel in which I truly hold nothing back. I share my story in a way that is more raw, more vulnerable, and more unfiltered than I have ever ever shared before, uncovering parts of my life that have always been my own secret, up until it's going to be in your hands. I talk about what it was like growing up as an undiagnosed autistic girl, how my eating disorder developed because of that, how I manipulated the treatment system for years, and I mean, I get juicy in detail, um, what was necessary for me to recover, and really just every step of the journey that's gotten me to where I am today. If you want to be the very first to receive updates about my book, along with special discounts and gifts when I launch, be sure to sign up for my book waitlist over at livelabelfree.com forward slash book. So that's livelabelfree, like the name of this podcast, dot com forward slash book. I cannot wait for you to read it. And with that said, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Live Label Free, the podcast where we talk about all things eating disorder recovery, autism, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I'm your host, Livia Sarah, and my mission is to inspire individuals from across the globe to live a life in which they feel fulfilled and free from limiting labels. I am so excited to have you here and cannot wait to dive into the episode. Today, we are going to be discussing a topic that's been on my mind for way too long, and that is the truth behind the all foods fit approach and what food freedom really means. Because based on the comments and messages I've received over the past several years at this point, I've learned that there are lots of misconceptions and misunderstandings around the whole idea of what it means to honor your body in a fat phobic and diet culture obsessed society. What I'm about to share in this episode is at the very core of my mission with Live Label Free, and that is my belief that we as individuals can only live a life of freedom once we fully let go of labels. And because food is such an important part of our lives, food freedom means letting go of labels around food. But how do we do that? 
Keep on listening and I guarantee you'll walk away with a whole new perspective of what it means to enjoy all foods without limitations. The very first concept we must recognize when it comes to labels is that labels are subjective. They are not facts. Let's take the word healthy, for example. In our diet culture obsessed society that just loves to label everything, there are a lot of foods that have either received the label healthy or unhealthy. You may have heard that peanut butter, for example, is a quote-unquote health food as long as it's made from 100% peanuts and has no additives or sugars or oils or you know what I mean. And yes, (laughs) this may very well be the case because I love eating 100% peanut butter and it certainly helps me be healthy. I mean, oatmeal, pancakes, sandwiches, eating nut butter daily just is everything I need to be healthy. I mean, that's maybe an over-exaggeration, but I would not stay sane if I didn't have my nut butter. But anyways, that aside, what about someone with a peanut allergy? Well, I don't think I need to tell you that the peanut butter can be made with the purest peanuts of the earth's soils grown in the most organic and non-GMO conditions and harvested at the perfect time, but none of this matters to someone who has a peanut allergy. Consuming this peanut butter would be fatal, meaning the peanut butter is in this case not at all healthy. I know this may be an extreme example, but what I'm illustrating here is that the exact same food can be seen as both healthy and unhealthy at the same time. It all depends on the context in which the food is being eaten. Now that we understand the importance of context when it comes to labeling, let's talk about the dangers of labeling foods or recipes as quote-unquote diet-promoting, orthorexic, or triggering. If you follow me on Instagram at livelabelfree or have ever visited my website when I still shared recipes, you know that they were often high-protein, plant-based, gluten-free, you get the gist. I've also shared about products before that are labeled as keto, paleo, dairy-free, and honestly, the list is endless because so many foods happen to have so many labels. Anyways, there was this one time when I showed a recipe that was low carb and high protein and I was immediately accused of promoting a, I quote, orthorexic and triggering recipe on a recovery account. When I read this, major alarm bells went off in my head because there are so many negative labels going on here. First of all, a recipe or food itself cannot quote-unquote be orthorexic. Food is an inanimate object. A behavior can be orthorexic, such as eating a certain food because you're afraid of eating something else. In this case of the low-carb, high-protein porridge I shared, the recipe itself is just made from food that happens to be low-carb and high-protein, just like a piece of steak is low-carb and high-protein. But if I were to post a thick piece of meat on my Instagram, I can almost guarantee I would have never received that negative comment because steak packages don't usually have the high-protein, low-carb choice printed on their packaging. Second of all, a recipe or food cannot be triggering. Again, food is an inanimate object. Someone may 
feel triggered by the sight of a certain food or the seeing a certain recipe, but just as with labels, this emotion is subjective. If the recipe or food itself was triggering, that would mean every single person on the planet to view that recipe or food would feel triggered. Obviously, that's not the case. One person can see a recipe and think, oh yum, I'm going to try that, completely without thinking about other foods they would need to eat before or after just to compensate for making that recipe. And another person, perhaps the one who commented all the negative stuff on my post, will think, oh no, my eating disorder now wants me to eat low carb because I saw this recipe. If that person then acts on this eating disorder thought by eating low carb instead of what they may have eaten to challenge their eating disorder without having seen the recipe, this could be perceived as an orthorexic behavior. And in mentioning that a behavior can be orthorexic, notice that this is only the case if you are choosing to eat something out of fear. If you are afraid of eating carbs, eating the low-carb porridge would most likely be stemming from the orthorexia. But what about if you're fully recovered from an eating disorder like me, just ate a huge slice of cake, and are just craving a lighter version of porridge? What if you want to nourish your body, get in some extra veggies, pack in some protein, and get creative in the kitchen at the same time? If you are coming from a place of love for your body and for your life, eating the low-carb porridge could be seen as a completely healthy choice. Just as we learned about the importance of context in the peanut butter example, it's all about the intention when it comes to making food choices that support your unique version of health. When you are making your food choices out of fear, it's probably not healthy. When you are making your food choices out of love, it's most likely healthy. And just before I move on to talking about products and products having certain labels on their packaging, I want to address the label quote-unquote recovery account. I honestly find it very ironic to be explaining this considering my brand's name is literally live label free, but clearly that's not clear to some people, so here we are. I don't see my Instagram account as a recovery account. Sure, I may have started it when I was in recovery from my eating disorder, but as I've grown and evolved as a person, my account has become so much more than just a place in which I used to document my food and my struggles. My account has literally become an account of my personal journey in which I share whatever I choose to share. It's not a recovery account, it's not a recipe account, it's not a health account, and it's not even a lifestyle or wellness account because none of those labels can even come close to housing the intricacy of myself as a human. My Instagram account is simply another Instagram account. Nothing more, nothing less. Got questions about extreme hunger? Well, I've got answers. More specifically, I answer the top 10 most frequently asked questions about extreme hunger in my completely free extreme hunger guide. Some of the questions I answer are, what to do if you experience extreme hunger when you're already weight restored? How do you tell if it's mental hunger or emotional eating? 
what's the difference between extreme hunger and binge eating disorder? And I, of course, answer seven other common questions. On the last page of the guide is a link to go even deeper into overcoming extreme hunger for good. So trust me, you are going to want to grab this and read it all the way through. To grab your guide, simply head over to livelabelfree.com forward slash extreme dash hunger dash guide. So that's live label free, like the name of this podcast, forward slash extreme dash hunger dash guide. Now let's get back to today's episode. Now that I've shared my thoughts on recipes, let's talk about the term diet food, and how this plays into the marketing of certain products. As we all know, it's hard to find any kind of packaged food nowadays that doesn't claim to be a gazillion different things. Whether this is a nutrition bar that's sugar-free and high-protein or a bread that's gluten-free and high-fiber, companies will do anything to maximize the chances that their products will sell. I mean, that's how you run a business and what sells better than diet labels in a diet culture obsessed society you guessed it packages that are covered in diet labels because you guys know i love examples let's take the example of one of my favorite cereal brands perfect keto aside from the obvious keto label in the brand name this cereal is marketed as being low carb high protein and made without gluten soy or added sugars when i posted this cereal on my instagram a while back i immediately got a message saying this was a diet food and was completely going against the purpose of my account which is to ditch diet culture i mean Ah, a food itself cannot be a diet food, just like a recipe cannot be orthorexic and cannot be triggering. The cereal itself is simply a product of all of the ingredients used to make it, poured into a bag, and then stamped with 20 different labels. So even though this company, Perfect Keto, is marketing their cereal to apply to all of these different diets, I do not consider the cereal itself to be diet food. Why not, you may ask? Again, it all comes back to intention. If you're craving Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but you tell yourself you can't have Cinnamon Toast Crunch because it's quote-unquote unhealthy and you're on a quote-unquote diet and then buy the perfect keto cinnamon cereal instead you're coming from a place of restriction and fear your intention behind buying the perfect keto cereal would be diet oriented and thus translate the food into a diet food on the other hand if you are looking for a new tasty breakfast or snack or night snack or whatever, whenever you have your cereal, that will satisfy you and not leave you with a sugar hangover, you might want to choose the perfect keto cereal because it will provide you with just that, nourishment. In this case, eating the so-called quote-unquote healthy cereal is coming from a place of love for yourself, which truly does make it healthy. And if you are interested in trying perfect keto cereal for yourself and it's coming from a place of love, you can use my code 
Live label free on their website to get 15% off your order. Just click the link in the show notes below or head over to perfectketo.com and use my code live label free like the name of this podcast to get 15% off my favorite cereal. Now, this does not make cinnamon toast crunch unhealthy. If you are choosing the cinnamon toast crunch because that's what's going to challenge your eating disorder, then you need to choose the cinnamon toast crunch because ultimate health means being free from your eating disorder. In the same vein, choosing perfect keto cereal would be unhealthy if you're doing it to please your eating disorder. As you can see, there's a common theme throughout all of this. Your food choices depend on the context and your intention behind them. Foods and recipes simply cannot be labeled as morally good or bad based on how they are presented or marketed because food simply does not have moral value. Food is food and food is nourishment. By attaching labels to food such as healthy or unhealthy, what you're doing in essence is attaching power to an inanimate object. And since when did an inanimate object deserve to have so much power over you? You get to decide how you view food, meaning you also get to decide to have food freedom. To me, food freedom means being able to go for the cake made with butter, cream, and sugar when I feel like it, And it means being able to eat the smoothie bowl or the oatmeal or the low-carb protein bar when I feel like it. To me, the idea of all foods fit literally means all foods fit, regardless of their nutritional value or associated labels. So with that said, here is your permission slip to honor your body in all of its wants and needs. Having extreme hunger and craving all the cookies, ice cream, and donuts? Go eat all the cookies, ice cream, and donuts. Or maybe you're listening to this and are really craving a big, huge salad. If that's the case, have a big, huge salad. Whatever you do, make sure you're acting from a place of love for your body. Your body is doing everything it can to keep you alive, so don't you think the least you can do is to treat it with some respect? And that's all I have for you today, my friend. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you could leave a rating and review for the podcast as it helps more people find it organically and spread the label-free message. And if you are active on Instagram, nothing makes me happier than when you share your listening to the episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at LiveLabelFree. I love my Live Label Free fam and am so grateful you're a part of it. So I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye now. Ajar, if you're hearing my voice right now, you are stuck in eating disorder recovery and desperately want to recover but don't know where to start due to feelings of fear and overwhelm. And this podcast is here to help with that. On this feed, I do my very best to share everything I've learned on my own journey to guide you through the scary process. But let's face it, it would take me years to share every piece of research I find or every recovery strategy I have here via free podcast episodes. And the thing is, 
You've been struggling with an eating disorder for long enough and you cannot afford to spend more time merely surviving at the mercy of its grasp on you. So, if you're looking to fully recover from your eating disorder, whether you're also autistic or not, I want to invite you to book a free 20-minute strategy session with me. We'll talk about what's keeping you stuck and discuss which one of my programs, whether that be my 12-week signature coaching program or my extreme hunger course or both, would be the best fit for you to finally start living the life you deserve to live. To schedule your free call, simply head over to livelabelfree.com forward slash schedule. So that's livelabelfree, like the name of this podcast, dot com forward slash schedule. I look forward to chatting with you, my friend.